Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We got Bill from downtown Phoenix on the phone, and he is now officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school up for grabs, the four-pack of Indiana Jones movies on Blu-ray. If you can successfully answer two out of three questions, good luck, Bill. Or Godspeed. All right, here we go. So, of course, we all know the most important sporting event over the weekend was not the Suns game, but instead, Bill, as you know, it was the Westminster Dog Show. Of course. Which took place yesterday. Uh, Wasabi the Pekingese won Best in Show, by the way. You know the thought about Pekingese winning the dog show? It's an hour later he wants to win it again. (laughs) So, Bill, here are your questions. They split these dogs into seven different categories. Which of these three is not one of the real categories? (laughs) Herding dogs, sporting dogs, or crotch-sniffing dogs? Well, that's tough because it's between one and three. But, uh, but herding dogs, I would imagine. No, herding dogs is a real category. And so uh, is sporting dogs. Yeah, crotch-sniffing dogs is not a category they split the dogs into. No, that's a general prerequisite, I think. <laughs> so, that's how you get into the Westminster Dog yeah. Show. There's a lot of scandal there. So, Bill, here's your next question. Uh, because of COVID, the event was held outside this year for the first time in over a century. Where is it always held? Is it the Boston Garden, Madison Square Garden, or the Apache Junction YMCA? Madison Square Garden. That is correct. Nice job. That's amazing. The Pekingese sold out the garden. Yes. <laughs> The Westminster Dog Show, Bill, is the second oldest continuous sporting event in the United States. What is the oldest? Is it the Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, or World Wrestling Entertainment's Royal Rumble? Can you repeat the the answers, please? Yes, the Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, or the Royal Rumble? The, the Kentucky Derby. You nailed it, yes. buddy. That's been going on since 1875. Nice well job. All right. You are a winner, Bill. Hang on. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. You got it. You know, uh, there are those that will say, well, what about the Harvard-Yale game uh, that fall? So same year, just the Kentucky Derby beat it by a few months. But are there really those that would say that? Yes. The Harvard-Yale <laughs> game is because you hear that all the time on television, that that's the oldest sporting event. <laughs> Why are you laughing at Look, you know what? Just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> I'd be like, hmm. I have not heard anybody say that. But then again, I haven't had many discussions about the Westminster Dog Show either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's 540 with that Mark is, and That is great chatter for your next party, though. What? The oldest? The, the, the oldest Harvard team. Yale game is considered the oldest? No. The oldest? I, I know. <laughs> just I, don't, I don't know why you're giggling at that. <laughs> it just struck you're me right over there. funny when you said, there are those that will say. I said, I don't know any of those people. That's because you're not cultured. <laughs> Obviously, you don't talk about the Harvard Yale game or the Westminster Dog cultured. Show. I you brought don't... up the Westminster Dog Show. One of your choices was the Royal Rumble. Did you know that Wasabi the Pekingese won it before I told you that this morning, Paul? And you didn't know it until you read it <laughs> on the Internet. KSLX. Our friends over at Soldier's Best Friend have already let us know that 
There have been some donations that came in over the weekend. We already have some money up in the up in the uh, the Excellent. till the Excellent. till the cash box, as you would say, for Operation Pets and Vets. And this is again where we this is our, it's been two years since we did this. So yes, um, that is why we are shameless enough to ask you for money at six a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> really, if, kind of rude, actually. Yeah, as, but, as if Monday didn't suck already. Oh, what do you mean I have to pay? <laughs> yeah, the so, good news is, though, this stays local, and that's uh, it's amazing. We've been over to Soldier's Best Friend, you know, got the past five, six years now, uh, and every year we go over there, and every year we are humbled by the stories we hear uh, and the difference that these dogs make in the lives of service veterans. So. You know, combat veterans go yep. through some stuff that we, we can't even imagine. Just regular day-to-day things that we take for granted yep. are real challenges for them now. Yeah, and it's a very specific thing. It is service dogs for combat veterans. And these are these are men and women who live right here in the Valley yep. and have struggled since, since coming back and so forth. Or have struggled long after coming back. PTSD is a very odd thing. Yeah. So um, you can help by just going to KSLX.com and that'll click you through to donate. What's going on, man? Hey, I donated and it felt good. <laughs> wow. Well, good. Good. That's, Who's this? Hell of a way to start a morning. <laughs> yeah, this is Brian. Hey, I got lucky. I actually got to donate on Saturday. So I did. I donated Saturday and I challenged people to donate $100 for every dog they have or at least whatever they can for every dog they have in their house. Nice. Well, what did you What did you donate, Brian, if we could ask you? I I donated $500 because I've been Whoa. picking on you guys for months. <laughs> And I, I promised to donate to to help pay offset the the insult. Well, that's cool. Look, if you right. want to abuse us for money, we can do that. Yes, I mean I don't yes. have to walk Van Buren this time. Yes, no, you know, and get the karma right, you know. So my challenge is to try to donate everything you can for every dog you got. Okay. All the facts are is that you donated five hundred dollars, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and great. so does Soldier's best friend. So thank you, Brian, very right. much. Great cause. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Thank you, ma'am. Nice. Uh, All right. You know what? When That's he was uh, throwing down the gauntlet already, huh? Yeah. You, you know, if he has, if he did what he said, a hundred bucks for every dog. He has five means dogs. He's got five dogs. So, hey, um, hey, maybe you're a crazy cat lady and you've got two dozen cats and you want to give ten bucks for each one of those cats. We'd be okay with that. Go for it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, he mentioned donating on Saturday. If you get the KSLX email blast and you haven't looked at it, maybe it's just sitting in your email box. There's a big, big fat donate button right on that too. Yeah, so. it's real easy to do, and we and again we thank you, and we're going to be spending this week. Uh, you know, we'll tell you some stories. We'll get some stories from some of these combat veterans, and you will uh, probably rethink about. You know, look, some people are thinking, well, what can I do now? Maybe I got the stimmy check, and I didn't really need it. I was working through the whole time, and and this was something that's been sitting around, uh, and I still can't really travel anywhere. So, what can I do? How can I make this thing put it to work where it's going to do something good? This is one of those opportunities. KSLX.com. <laughs> Uh, we'll do a bunch of stuff this morning. Like, we got story time coming up in a little bit, time after Spanish. But we'll spend a lot of time, of course, uh, getting you used to the fact that we're going to be asking you for money all week long. Yeah, this is not something we do on a regular basis. But every once in a while, you know, we've, we're all about taking care of pets and vets. So we've decided to do the Operation Pets and Vets this year. We, we took a year off because of the pandemic and stuff. So the need is still there. Combat veterans still need service animals. And we're trying to raise yep. enough money along with Soldier's Best Friend to do that. Yeah, I mean, thanks to your help. Uh, We've gotten dozens of of service dogs for veterans, combat veterans. At no cost to them. At no cost to them through Soldier's Best Friend. Because generally speaking, it costs between four and $5,000 to acquire 
and then train a service dog. And the veteran does the training, actually. And a lot of these dogs are rescues from local shelters. So it's, it, as they say, touching two lives at once. And it's also very therapeutic because the vet, you know, they're, they're task-oriented. Dogs are obviously task-oriented. So they team them up and they work through the training together. And that's how they kind of keep the cost down. Because when you compare the cost of a, a service dog from Soldier's Best Friend to things like God Dogs for the Blind and stuff like that, it's like 20% of the cost. Yeah. It's so much more expensive for some other situations to train a dog. I don't know how Soldier's Best Friend does it. I'm glad they do because they're keeping the cost down and making it possible for us to raise enough money to get a bunch of service dogs for for absolutely worthy veterans. You know, we, we talked to a, a bunch of veterans over there a couple of weeks ago one of them was a gentleman named larry who had his service dog dodger with him and like you said about 10 minutes ago paul we take so many things for granted that we can do on a daily basis simple stuff right um that is very difficult for somebody who's been in in combat and is super hyper vigilant and is is always used to there being danger about yes they, you know that hyper vigilance is is a good thing and a bad thing it's a good thing because when you're in a combat situation it's called a fight or flight response and they are super tuned to react instinctively by to stimulus but then sometimes that fight or flight response can prevent them from living a normal life um with dodger he's at my side he's my battle buddy so i'm doing a lot more than i have ever done in the last uh, three years so three years ago would you be able to go to the supermarket no there was no way no my wife would have to constantly be doing everything i would just stay at home get gas in the car nope i wouldn't even do nothing i was so isolated it was unreal grabbing the mail uh maybe once in a while but i, I would do it like at three o'clock in the morning yeah these guys get like a, a case of agoraphobia where they can't really socialize yeah. they can't you know and they can't they won't turn their back to anything because they're so ready for combat yep that normal social interaction is very difficult for them so that was him three years ago he's got dodger the service dog now now he's not living a normal life but he is so much closer right than he was three years ago and it's such a great help so you can help us you can help combat veterans go to kslx.com if you have any questions call us We'll tell you exactly where to go nicely to kslx.com. Thank you for the donations you've made and those yet to come. And again, we ask that you pass the hat at work. Now would be a good time. Five, ten bucks here. Make it a clean one. Nothing wrong with yes. (laughs) Or a helmet if you've got one of those. Let's dive into Mark and Paul's story time. We're picking up with Arthur here. Hi, Arthur. Welcome to the radio program. How are you this morning? Okay, so uh, how does this work? Well, we're gonna we're, you're gonna make a choice between what Mark wants to talk about and what I want to talk about. My story involves I have new neighbors in my neighborhood that I didn't ask for them to move into, but they've moved in and they're not leaving, and I can't do anything about it. And Arthur, my story involves what I found to be the most annoying, unrealistic commercial that I saw four times during Friday night. Suns game. Which one do you want to hear about? I want to hear about the commercial because I've got a similar commercial that almost made me throw up in my mouth. Alrighty then. During the Suns game? No, it's a commercial for Cox. It's about the three, uh, the father, the son, and the grandfather all sitting around at a bar talking about a baseball that's in the in the thing. But the three dudes are so freaking ugly. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Well done. All right. So here's... So they're too ugly to be on TV. That's yeah. the issue right there. So here's the... Uh... Here's the commercial that was driving me crazy Friday night, and it it may have shown it during last night's game also. A young woman, it's a car commercial. I won't even mention who it's for because it's a fine car company, but the 
commercial was driving me nuts. The woman is driving to a job interview. Um, first of all, she gets, she turns on the radio and hears, Hey, I wanted to wish Jessica good luck on our job interview today from right. our good friends. Now, that doesn't happen all that often. Really only on TV and in the movies. Or, but if you don't deserve it, who, who does? does? Also, she's driving on a freeway, and guess what the freeway is like, Paul? Uh, let me guess. It's wide open. Wide the, open? Wide open. By the way, she's going to a job interview, so it's probably early morning. Yes. So it's wide open during morning drive rush hour. But no other cars on the road. That right. only happens... On in, TV on and TV in the, and the movies. movies. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, a couple of sets of her friends pull up next to her on the freeway one at a time to wish her luck. And then they follow her to the interview to make sure she does oh. well. People oh. only have friends that devoted on, on TV, TV and, and in, in the, the movies. movies. And then I thought the most ridiculous part was... <laughs> She pulls up at the job interview. The friends have pulled into the parking garage across the street and hung a banner out that says, you got this. Right. Of course they did. Yes. And like I said, the girl doesn't need the parking garage because she's able to pull up in front of the building she needs to go into right in front of the building. And there are no other cars parked in front of the building, right. even, though, even though there are people streaming out of this very busy building and there's people walking by on the sidewalk, you only get that kind of parking on, on TV, TV and, and in the, the movies. movies. And to top it all off, she goes into her job interview feeling very confident and loved by her friends, and she is parked in the wrong direction. Her oh. driver's side door is closest to the curb. Oh. That's how she pulled up to park for her interview. That sort of thoughtlessness and carelessness would only happen on TV and in the movies. I have a question, Mark. Yeah. Is she hot? <laughs> she was cute, of course. Question number She's a two. Young actress. Question number two. Did she get the job? <laughs> they never say. Well, see, now this whole thing was a waste <laughs> of my time. So, Arthur. Exactly what car commercial you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, of course you do. Yes, yes. You've seen it, too. It is, I mean, if you're just watching it, you're not going to think that much about it. But it's one of those things that's always driven me crazy is the parking that people get when they're in a movie or on television. Mm -hmm. Rockstar so, parking is yep. always available so on thank, TV and in the movies. Thank you for joining us, Arthur. You have a great week. And, uh, yeah, that's Mark and Neander Paul's story time. Hey, everybody, this is Essie, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Chris on the phone with us. He's driving right now, headed down towards Marana, and he is going to play Time Out for Spanish, trying to win a $25 gift card from Porta Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. Here's the deal. We will give you a Spanish phrase, and then you got to translate it, but we give you three choices in English. Ready to go, Chris? Yep. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. Nunca es demasiado pronto para pensar en tu futuro comprar dos cajas de cerveza para crear un ahorro. Did you hear that? Yeah, it was pretty long-winded, but yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, then I'll give it to you again so that you have every word crystal clear in your brain. Nunca es demasiado pronto para pensar en tu futuro comprar dos cajas de cerveza para crear un ahorro. All right, so that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, I'll be posting telepathically on social media today, so if you think of something funny, that was me. <laughs> B, dear autocorrect, that's not what I was trying to say, and I'm getting tired of your shirt. 
<laughs> or C, it's never too early to think about your future. Buy two cases of beer to create a savings. Which one is it? It is C. Hey. It is C. Nice job. Well played on your part. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. By the way, uh, you know, with the Suns winning last night, tickets for games one and two of the Western Conference Finals. Can't believe I'm actually saying that. I was just going to say, boy, does that sound so amazing. A weird language you're speaking over there. <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, they go on sale today at uh, suns.com slash single game. So if you're looking for those, that's your chance. Go on sale at 10 o'clock. Uh, you know what? I believe we have, uh, you know, earlier we had this gentleman called, named Brian call. And he donated 500 bucks to Operation Pets and Vets. By the way, thank have, you. Yeah, we have kicked it off. Go to KSLX.com to donate. This is where we team up with Soldier's Best Friend and get service dogs for combat veterans. So Brian donated 500 bucks, 100 bucks for each one of his dogs. And I, I kind of figured we'd get some response to that. And, and our friend Brad, the Rush Nerd, oh boy. is with us. Okay. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for helping to raise funds for the... Pups and vets. That's a great cause. You got it. And I'm not going to be big time by Brian here, who's doing 100 <laughs> for dogs. So, so Brian, dogs Brian just down. donated 500 bucks. You're saying you're not going to be big time by him? Uh oh. No, I'm not going to be big time by him because I, um, I'm, I just sent in some and I donated 200 for each of my killers. Ooh, and, and you three, have three so. dogs, right? Yes, I have three scary killers. So, so that's 600. dollars So you've 100 dollars yes. upped him. Hmm. Yes. So your so, call sign now you know, is Topper. <laughs> you know, and also it's Army's birthday, and as an Army veteran, it's also Flag Day, so I just put my flag out. And uh, any Army veterans out there that uh, want to step up and help their fellow brothers and sisters that uh, need help, they should go and, you know, help out with this, too. And, of course, we on Flag Day, we always hear the comedian Eddie Izzard asking the question, do you have a flag? <laughs> That's good stuff. Brad, that is very cool. And, of course, you know what Brian is thinking right now to you. You know what he'd ask you if you were right in front of him. Is he hot? What are you, big-timing me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Brad. That is awesome. And here we go. I mean, you can do this by going to kslx.com. Just click the Operation Pets and Vets tab right there. There's a big red Donate button. Click through there, and they give you options to do it. And, again, all this money stays right here in the Valley, taking care of Valley combat veterans who have a need for service animals. Soldier's Best Friend does amazing things every year, and obviously having had to take a year off on this thing, the fundraising, that need never goes away. Listen, if you got a stimulus check and maybe you're like, you know, I've been working the whole time. I don't know why I got this. Maybe you want to take a little piece of that and donate it. Yeah. Something like that. All right. So there you go. Thank you for the donations in advance. We look forward to making a whole lot of money for Valley Veterans. Now, if you want to make a donation uh, to Operation Pets and Vets, you can do that by going to kslx.com right now. Click on the red donate button. And there's a, you know, there are some, some predetermined amounts. You can, you can do five bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, whatever you want to do. You can do the odd, we love doing this, the odd, an, uh, uh, odd donation, you know, $21.34. Yeah, there is an other button. Yes. So you can fill in your own amount. 
And that's and that's always a fun thing to do because Mark and I will eventually, as this week goes on, we're going to start betting each other back and forth <laughs> yes. and start goofing around and trying to top each other, right. kind of like what Brad the Rush nerd just did. Yes, exactly. So, you know, some people throwing down challenges already, so we, we want to raise as much money as we can, obviously. The good news is and when you do this online, a soldier's best friend will automatically email you a receipt for your donation so that you have you know a record. Good morning. This is Kevin Rowe. How you guys doing? Oh, boy. Ooh. Now we're going to get big-timed. All right. I can already tell. Kevin Rowe from Lerner and Rowe. What's going on? I got to be honest with you guys. You got to love it out here. First of all, we're starting the week off with the Suns making the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it couldn't be any better than that. Nope. And then to top that, we're kicking off Operation Pets for Vets. Couldn't be a better start to the week. Look at you. It's almost like you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you leading to here? What are you doing? Well, I'd like to match any donation that a listener makes this morning up to $5,000. Wow. $5,000. I told you we were getting big time. All right, yeah, I we're getting it. big time here. If you got it, swing it, Kev. Yeah, no, this is, a, this is a great way to, this is a great first morning kickoff for Operation Pets and Vets. So, all right, Kevin Rowe. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, and thank you to the folks at Lerner and Rowe. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to see what you guys can do this morning. Get this week kicked off right. All right, so that's awesome. But we have uh, we have work to do. Then, if we want to get if we want to get the full five thousand from Lerner and Rowe, we got to raise five thousand. We got to raise five thousand. So essentially, he's going to double every donation we make or we get this morning up to five thousand dollars. Yeah. So, all right, KSLX.com is where to That's go. That's pretty awesome. They look for Operation Pets and Vets. Click donate. It'll and then it'll ask you to click donate again, and then it'll give you all that informo- information we were just talking about. Again, if but, you're if you're a place of business, this is another opportunity to get yourself on the air we've done this before yeah, oh yeah hell but if yeah. you want to pass the hat around your place of a business and uh and get a free plug for your for your thing that's actually a tax donation because it's a it's a donation yeah. there a tax write-off and, you know, have at it and i don't want to make it sound like giving a hundred bucks is easy it's not easy no. for a lot of people but if we get 50 people to donate a hundred bucks is that not five thousand i think it is yeah yeah so yeah three zeros right yeah so, yeah, so that's one way to do it. If we get, uh, you know, two people to donate 2500 <laughs> then we're there. It would if, be great. If we get uh, Kyler Murray to donate yes. one game check, that would be cool. You know, I he, mean, I'm not going to try to shame somebody. He could afford to go to the Suns game the yeah. other night. I saw him in the front row. Yeah. So, damn it. Come on. Let's hear from him. Yeah, anybody, any Valley celebrity that wants to step up and throw some money down, if we don't deserve it, who does? We will talk more Operation Pets and Vets in a bit. Uh, but first, let's talk about Michael Packard from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that last week he got swallowed by a whale. No, he did not. He totally got no, swallowed. No, he didn't. Listen, listen to him talk here. He got swallowed. And everything just went dark. And I could just feel just hard stuff all around me. like. And I just thought, did I just get eaten by a white shark? And, and then I said, no, I don't feel any teeth. And I said, oh, my God, I'm in the mouth of a whale. Actually, he didn't get swallowed. He got 
sucked up into the mouth of a whale. He's a no, uh, he did not. He's a lobster diver. Now, lobster right. diver. Don't confuse that with Lobster Diver, the song by Ronnie James Dio. He is a commercial lobster diver. Right, sure. Lobster, <laughs> he was a lobster diver. You did not get eaten by a humpback whale. He was in, he was in 45 feet of water. I don't know. It sounds pretty convincing when he tells it. My regulator came out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, my God, I better get that regulator. And I stuck uh-huh. it back in my mouth. Sure. And, and he's swimming, and I could just be in his mouth, and he's swimming. And I'm like, nope. this is how you're going to go, Michael. No, this is not. how you're going to die. Nope. In this, the mouth of a whale. This is not in true. This did not happen. Here's the thing. Uh, lobster divers, they go in teams. All right. Usually it's one guy down uh, on the bottom doing the diving for the lobster. And there's a guy that follows him. How is it yes, possible? It is that, true. How is it possible? And there that, was a guy. Yes. Nobody saw him in the mouth of the whale. They did see the whale breach and him get tossed out of the water. That could happen because whales, we've seen it all the time. There's videos of people in like uh, kayaks and in, and in boats. When the humpback whale comes to the, the surface of the water, it bumps the boat and knocks people off their boat or whatever it is. Nobody has ever seen. Nobody saw him in the whale. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah, but Michael Packard tells a good story. And I was there for about 30, 40 seconds, uh-huh. and I just thought, am I just going to, like, run out of air and suffocate? Right. Is he going to swallow me? Right. I feel extremely lucky because when I was in that mouth, I, I really, there was no question. I thought I, that this is it. Dude, kid had, kid had too many bears that day. <laughs> no. There's no way that happened. He got into the mouth of a whale. Now, Beth, don't con me. <laughs> Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Here's the thing. Uh, if you read the story, all of the, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, marine biologists say, is it feasible? Is it possible for a humpback whale to to ingest a human being? No, their esophagus is too small. He couldn't have been, fo- he couldn't have been swallowed. And the quote was, whales or humpback whales are usually aware of their surroundings. They don't eat people. It's not what they do. It didn't happen. This didn't happen. You couldn't tell he was a person because he was in scuba gear. Right. So exactly, he didn't know yes. what it was. Right. Exactly. That's no. what happened. No, because is there another example in the recorded history of mankind of a man being eaten by a whale ended up in an eaten you know, by a whale? No, because they can't report back to you. They're 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 nothing when they come out the other end. Right. So exactly. They, they, you never find out. They I just think they drown. I did the research. I'll save you the time. You're going to come up with the story of James Bartley, <laughs> who is a guy from England who claims that he was eaten by a sperm whale, or claimed, he's not around anymore because it was like 1894, um, but or 1891, he claimed he was eaten by a sperm whale. That whale was harpooned, and his friends, allegedly, while skinning the whale, found him alive 36 hours later in the stomach. No, they did not. It's like... No. It didn't happen. All I can say is that uh, if we weren't doing Operation Pets and Vets, raising money for combat veterans to get them service dogs, we would be raising money for Michael Packard, who was... Now, Beth, don't con me. Who was almost swallowed by a whale. No, he was not. You know what he did when he got back home to his family? What? He blubbered. That's what he did. (sighs) Go to KSLX.com to donate. You're krilling me. Operation Pets and Vets. This is getting exciting here because earlier this morning, Kevin Rowe from Lerner and Rose said, hey, if you guys can get donations this morning, I'll match any listener donation up to $5,000. Okay. So we've got a lot of people who are helping us out. We appreciate every single donation. Now, 
we just had somebody donate a thousand dollars. We've had people donate hundred in chunks, even five dollars. Whatever you can do, it all gets doubled up to five thousand dollars before we get off the air this morning. Yeah, because Kevin Rowe will do that. So essentially, as we talk about this. Each one of the dogs, the service animals that we get from Soldier's Best Friend and pair them up with a combat veteran, a deserving combat veteran. Hell, they're all deserving. Um, each one of those costs around five grand. So if we raise 5000 from your donations and Kevin Rowe donates 5000 to match it, we, get it, we end up with two dogs before the end of the show today. Yeah. That's great. If we could do that every day this week, I'll take 10 dogs all time, all, all, every day. Yeah, and, and over and over. And we talked earlier, you know, we, we played some clips from a couple of uh, guys who are combat veterans. Right. Um, let's, you know what? We're not sexist pigs. No. Uh, we talked to a really nice young lady named Ashley and her dog, Athena. And we'll leave the gender part out. We have some other clips about that, about how, how the differences. female veterans face yeah. some different challenges, too, than, than male veterans when they come out of the service. But, um Ashley talked about what her dog Athena has has meant to her and has done for her. It has changed my world 180 degrees. I was too scared to leave the house. I became a hermit. And then because of my injuries and everything else, I did not want to go out and see anybody. Just stayed in my house. It's safe there. Went in complete survival mode. And she gave me a reason to come down here every day and start opening up to people. And I'm actually getting out with friends now and going to get coffee and stuff like that now. Whereas before, I was very content being scared in my little bubble in my cave and not coming out. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing, man. Uh, you know, uh, I think there's a sense of, and I, and I don't use this term lightly, but a sense of shame or embarrassment that th- these combat veterans come back and they don't feel comfortable being social, so they just detach from everybody. Yeah, yeah, and it's something to keep in mind there. Uh, she has two children, all right? Two right. kids, like you heard her say. So you not only when you donate, you help give her her life back. right. But you help provide the kids with a nor, uh, with a more normal upbringing instead of a parent who's struggling all the time. Yeah. So it's you know it's got a spider web kind of thing that goes out and and the good just kind of starts you know rolling and 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 going downhill and and becoming better and better. Like a lot of things, it's easier to see it in someone else. Some of these combat veterans don't realize. What's going on? They're confused and they're and they're sort of um, questioning if this is normal behavior. And, and it is to them yeah. for what they deal with. Um, but what happens is a family member or a child or a spouse, whatever, will point out to them, hey, um, you know, you really you really should talk to somebody because you're not doing well right now. And these dogs give them that comfort so that they don't feel isolated. They don't feel alone. They feel like they've got somebody who's got their back whenever they're out somewhere. At and the, that, that's really sort of it. At the very least, the dog needs to be walked. Yeah, that gets the matter. So of the you've got to get so out. There's step number one. Yeah. So it's a it's a really great charity, Soldier's Best Friend, and we would love you to donate. KSLX.com is where to do it. We're about to get into Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. I'll tell you what I'll do, Paul. All right. If I win this round with this listener, I'll donate $100 to Operation Pets and Vets. If he can beat me, I'll go to 200 and I'll do that every day this week. Oh, look at you. I was going to say, if you fail today, I'll donate $100. All right. All right? Yeah. So either way, I'm going to, you know. Either way, there's money going out of this studio to Soldier's Best Friend and Operation Pets and Vets. All right. So let's say good morning to Jim. I think it's Jim. Jim, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Jim, we're going we're gonna to put you up against Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Five questions. Whoever gets more correct will win. And now there's money on the table, so I really need you to win so we can double Mark's donation. Sound good? 
Yes, sir. All right, first, first things first, let's kick Mark out of the studio. Tell Mark to get out of here. Mark, go away. All right, there you go. Ah. <laughs> Mark is leaving the studio. We're going to put him into what we like to call the isolation booth, which is where we stick him with, with Guido, basically, is what we're doing. Let's make sure Mark is secure. He is. Jim, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. All right, here goes in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. And they're not all easy questions. Do me a favor. Name one of the two guitar players that replaced Joe Perry and Brad Whitford in Aerosmith. Oh, got me on that one. Nope. All right. Question number two. Which instrument that you normally wouldn't hear in rock music made an appearance on It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC? Bagpipe. All right. Question number three. Former President Bill Clinton used a Fleetwood Mac song as part of a slogan during his first campaign in 92. What was it? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Former President Bill Clinton used a Fleetwood Mac song as part of his slogan during the first campaign in 92. What was the song? Don't stop. Question number four. Where is the house of the rising sun? Newark. Newark. Did you say Newark? I have a house. New Orleans. And question number five. I built my first guitar. I built my first amp and the recording console and tape machine in my studio. I graduated from MIT, and I'm a guitar hero. Who am I? I'll just go with Slash. I have no clue. All right, cool. Excellent. Hang on the line. I'm going to bring Mark back into the studio, and we're going to ask him the same five questions. All right? You all right, Mark? Did you drop something? You all right over there? Here I am. All right. Here we go. Uh, our listener, James, uh, got three out of five correct, so you okay. have to get three. All right. Uh, you have to get at least four out of five correct, or you have to put $200 in the pot. You ready? Okay. Go ahead. All right. Question number one. Name one of the two guitar players that replaced Joe Perry and Brad Whitford in Aerosmith. Uh, Jimmy Crespo. Question number two. Which instrument made an appearance on It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC? Oh, bagpipes. Former President Clinton used a Fleetwood Mac song as part of his first campaign. What was it called? Don't Stop. Question number four. Where is the House of the Rising Sun? In New Orleans. And question number five. I built my first guitar, my first amp, the recording console that I recorded my albums on, and I'm an MIT graduate. Who am I? I guess that would be Brian May from Queen. So you got four out of five. Okay. You did win. So that means that our, our listener, is it Tom? Uh, it was Jim. Jim. Yeah. Jim, I apologize, Jim. Jim, you have to say to Mark, uh, I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Go ahead. Mark, I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. All right. you're still a nice person, Jim. All right, so here's what's going to happen here. I'll give you the answers. Joe Perry and Brad Whitford were replaced by Jimmy Crespo and Rick, Rick Dufay. Dufay. Yes. Bagpipes was the answer of the yeah. instrument that was in its a long way to the top. Clinton did use Don't Stop in 1992. The House of the Rising Sun is in New Orleans, but it doesn't really exist. They just made it up. Uh, Tom Schultz was the answer to number oh, five. Oh, that makes sense. Tom Schultz. Yeah. From so, Boston. Yeah. yeah. But it's all right. Mark did win. 
uh, in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. You did a great job, Jim, but unfortunately not a winner today, but we appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. All right, All right be care. well. There you go. There goes Jim. All right, so I'm going to donate 100 bucks. Yeah, that's okay. To Soldier's Best Friend right now. And that'll help us as we try to match. We're trying to get to $5,000 in listener donations and donations in general this morning because then Kevin Rowe from Learner and Rowe is going to put another 5000 on top of that. That'll be worth two service dogs that, right there. That's kind of what we're trying to do here. So check it out at kslx.com. Hit the Operation Pets and Vets tab. Donate on the big red button. And we thank you for all the money we've raised so far and all that is yet to come. We'll do the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge again tomorrow morning, same time. So brush up on your knowledge and uh, make sure Mark has to dig deep as he makes donations all week long. One sixteen for a high today. Jesus, Suns won last <laughs> night, so you, know, you got some bad, you got some good. Yeah, uh, and one good thing, actually, we got a lot of good this morning. We we hooked up with Soldier's best friend again, and we are getting a lot of donations this morning, which is awesome. By the way, we didn't think this was going to be. Um, we had we had trepidation. We were going in this with a little bit of, of concern because it's been a year since we've asked anybody to dig into their pockets, and it's been a tough year. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, you so, know, it, it's weird because a lot of people had normal years where they kept going to work and and then and other people had really crazy trouble-filled years uh you know a trouble-filled year but if you're one of those people who just like you kept working you know maybe both of you in the house kept working and the money kept coming in but you weren't spending it at all because you weren't allowed to go anywhere right. you weren't allowed to travel yeah if you got you know listen if you got some money built up you're very lucky um and we would love you to spread that luck and spread those good tidings to Soldier's Best Friend for Operation Pets and Vets. And if this, you can. Yeah, if you can, of course. This is where we we g- g- get as many service dogs as we can for combat veterans. Actually, we got Peter on the phone. He says he just made a nice, sizable donation. Peter was a submariner. Peter, what is a submariner? It just means I was part of the crew of a nuclear-powered submarine. I worked with the Spec Up community for 9, 10 years, over 20 years ago. All right, so question, how long... Would a submariner be underwater in the sub for a period of time? What is the usual uh, um, term of deployment? Actually, underwater between port calls, the longest I did on the fast attack boats was 77 days. Wow. I don't know about the missile boats. They disappear for months at a time. So, Peter, tell us again what your donation was. 2500 I'm upping my one from 2019. That's outstanding. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Yep. And you can thank Kevin for learning a row with him matching contributions this morning. You just got your first service animal. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well done. Exactly. Yeah. Well done. You did the math for us. Well done. <laughs> thank yeah. you very much, Peter. Yeah, because we we're not really good at that. Be safe. Yeah, yeah. Bye. You know what was great is that he... Uh, yeah, he's been paying attention, obviously, because Kevin Rowe from Learner and Rowe said I'll match any donation up to $5,000. So with 2500 right there, that takes us halfway. But we've had a lot of other donations in the interim. I'm pretty sure we're going to pass it, but I don't want to say that yet because I don't want you to stop donating. <laughs> we don't want you to stop donating. You know, in the in the world, we have a we have a friend that has done this for a long time, and he's basically like high up in the world of fundraising. He's like, look, don't ever don't ever tell them anything. Continue to pull on the emotional <laughs> right. heartstrings. Uh, yeah. Look, you don't need us to pull on these emotional heartstrings. Everybody knows somebody who served in the military, whether it's a family member or somebody close to us, and you know. Um, especially like, obviously my stepfather was a non-vet. My father was, uh, was in world war two. Um, they, they don't come back the same. Nobody ever comes back the same. Cause we asked them to do something that I don't, I don't have the balls to do. I'll admit that. I don't have the balls to do what it takes. Listen, Peter, who we just spoke with on the phone, even if things went well, 
Being underwater for 77 straight days would give me PTSD. It really yeah. would. Even yeah. And that's if things go well can on you board. S- can you sleep underwater? <laughs> I mean, not because you have to, obviously. Right. No, it's it's a it's a frightening thing. So, obviously, uh, Soldier's Best Friend is in the West Valley. You can check them out. Uh, it's just go to kslx.com, click the donate button right there, make a donation, whether it's 5 bucks or $500, whatever you do. Kevin Rowe's going to match up into $5,000 before we get off the air, and everything counts. Yeah, when you go to kslx.com, right at the bottom part of the screen, you'll see the little thing for Operation Pets and Vets. Just click on that. That'll get you started. Yep, and thank you for any donation you've already made. Pass the hat at work and see if we can't get this done by the end of the week. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.